All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Does my opener ever ever get boring to you guys? No. No, no I'm not talking about the, the intro. I'm talking about thank you for listening. I don't listen to you, so it's <laughs> just whatever. So he's not talking to you. He's not thanking you. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Uh, we have a great show for you guys. We're going to get into movies coming out, as always, both onto DVD and into theaters. By the way, this is uh, uh, coming back from a long break. Yes. Christmas break. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas and uh, Mike was blazing it up in Colorado. Uh, or not happening. Blazing it up for 20. I think he, 420 I mean, look at him. It looks like he's still blazing up a little. <laughs> uh, what is What's going on with your hair? <laughs> you didn't do it. You just woke up. I woke up at like... Did you? Well, I woke up and realized it snowed, and I was angry because. Yeah, I was wearing a hat. (laughs) Why is that? Why were you mad? Then you have to go shovel. No, you don't. You do. Or who? My name's Shane, and I have heated driveways. It just melts my snow. No, I just have cars that don't get stuck in a half an inch of snow. He just lives in the north, so they don't care if he shovels. My name's Shane. I don't have to drive my motorcycle everywhere. I don't know. I'm just being dumb. I'm just being dumb. Yep. As always. Uh, like I said, great show. This is it. You're welcome. Let's get into movies coming out to theaters. Yeah. Actually, let's do DVDs. Okay. Damn. Oh, wait. Uh, Loving Vincent, apparently. About uh, Next. Vincent, Vincent Van Gogh. Next. Somebody loves him. Wait. Is it really about Van Gogh? Yeah. Why, why would he make I, that I, up? I would assume so. I, it's like a painting of a guy that... I would assume is Vincent. I will be honest. I heard someone say Van Gogh. I didn't realize who said Van Gogh. (laughs) Guys, I said next so long. No, no, no. (laughs) Hang on. That one's interesting because I think that's the one where they hired like a hundred painters and it's literally. Oh, like kind of an animated painted? Yeah. Oh, but I won't watch it. Oh, that sounds (laughs) great. I mean, it sounds interesting. It's the craft of filmmaking. Yeah, that's no, like, oh, hey, guys, somebody crap. made this movie completely out of, like, cardboard yeah, and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Anyways, that's, uh, uh, that's our show next uh, <laughs> next Thursday, this Thursday. All right, so, so also coming out, uh, another box office hit for Michael Fassbender, The Snowman. Yeah. He's on a roll. Yeah, he needs a new agent. God, he's <laughs> terrible. That movie He's looked- not terrible. He's agent. Just He does some of the worst movies. Yep. <laughs> he can still say no, even if his agent comes and sets, <laughs> says to him, hey, dude, that's not how movie. an agent works. Oh, okay. Uh, also, the single greatest movie of the entire year, Happy Death Day. Mm. Also, do we have a nickname for Fastbender? Yeah, Emil Fastbender. Emil Fastbender. You got to say it like that every time. Is he a rapper? Is that his rap name? He's a remix. I was thinking Airbender. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm gonna call him that from now on. How about I'm, I'm, box I'm, I'm office bomb bender? What? Oh god! What? Bomb bender? Sh- Anyways, <laughs> we'll work on it. Yeah. And then also, other than Happy Death Day, the actual best movie of the year, Blade Runner 2049, comes out. 
<laughs> More like Blaze Runner. Wait, is <laughs> Happy Death Day the Groundhog's Day yes. horror movie? Yep. Yes. Oh, it was sarcasm when he said I had to think about what movie that was. I couldn't think of what movie it That's was. That's so... I, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I assume it it's was awful, freaking probably. terrible. I mean, yes. I'll watch it. No, you won't. What movie? Happy Death Day. Yeah, but what... I don't Groundhog know. It's day? got a birthday cake. It's like a play on Happy Birthday. Yeah, see, but every Death time day. she dies, she wakes up. Like you know, and relives that day. Like and in so Groundhog's Day, trying to figure out who the killer is. Yeah, I didn't write it. You were the one that asked. <laughs> I know, but it just what's sounds it about? <laughs> Blaming yeah. me when I tell you. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the. I'm blaming Hollywood, who greenlighted True. this. True. Because well, it's either a cheap ass horror movie or a superhero movie. That's what gets greenlit. True. And bad, bad ML, Star Wars ML, 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 oh. F Bender movies. Ooh. He messed that one up a little bit. Yeah, I didn't like that one. We need to work on I that. I forgot what I time. even said the first time. <laughs> you what? didn't say Anyways. F, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Was it coming out to movie theaters? Mm. Why was that so awkward? <laughs> hey, man, what is coming out also, to the movie? Forever theaters. My Girl. No um, idea what that is. Yep, skipping it. 12 strong. It just says 12 strong in here, but it has that really stupid long 12 strong, the true story of soldiers that rode horses in Afghanistan when we had vehicles available. Is that I'm the official sure that's title? The official is that title. the one? That's, no, Jamie Lannister's in uh, like a CBS show, isn't he? I don't know. That's the one with, on Game with of Thor and Michael Pena mm-hmm. and Michael Shannon, and it looks really stupid. Also, the the good movie that's coming out next Friday is Den of Thieves with Gerard Butler, Incorrect. Ice Cube Jr., it's Garrard, and 50 Cent. David Gerard Butler. That's actually going to theaters? Yeah. Why wouldn't Because <laughs> it? it's 50 Cent. That never goes to theaters. And are, People aren't past Gerard Butler by now. No, because he's cool. No. You ever saw... You ever, have you ever seen... P.S. I Love You? Yeah, he was cool in that. Have you ever seen... <laughs> Uh, Olympus has fallen. Think of a movie. Have you ever seen London has fallen? No. You're oh God! <laughs> I couldn't think of the actor's name. <laughs> Michael didn't know the actor's name, so he googled Jamie Lannister <laughs> <laughs> to see what movie he's in. Uh, it's not a movie; it's a TV anyways, show. Uh, you didn't mention Hostels. Doesn't that come out this week? It was. Its technical release date was actually last year, but it is releasing wide mm. this Friday, I think. And apparently he's not, by the way. Maybe he was just in a... You, you know what? I bet I know what you're thinking of. He was just in a movie called Shot Caller, yep. directed DVD, where he was just, he had to go to prison and became this big-time like shot caller, crime boss guy. Yeah, That's, that's probably what you're it. thinking of. Shot Caller. When, when did that come out? I don't see that. 2017th, oh. right there. Where at? Right where there. It says oh, shot right there. there. Right there. <laughs> I couldn't be more no. specific. Right <laughs> there. I, I, don't, I don't think that was it. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Do I know some that was research. it because it has John Bernthal, so I know you were excited for it. Oh, oh my oh, god! Yeah. How? Speaking <laughs> of dumb things that keep getting greenlit, John Bernthal's <laughs> career. He's good, man. No, he's he not. He can't hold back talent. Jesus. <laughs> That's, that, that, that's what's written on his cards that he hands out to, <laughs> at the casting. Johnny Beans. Johnny Beans, you can't hold back talent. That's, that's his card he hands out. Dude, I wish we had uh, like a full studio and a budget to make some of these skits we talk about. Someone coming in playing John Bernthal. Oh, I talk could probably get him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's available. <laughs> I can't imagine that like having him guest appear on something costs a whole lot of money either. Uh, let's start, let's start a GoFundMe. 
<laughs> Get Johnny Bernthal on the yeah. show. Yeah. He'll listen to all of you guys hate, and he'll sit next to me because I'm the only one that defends him relentlessly. And then he just, like, bursts out in his Punisher character and kills us all. Except for me. Except for Sean. Wow. And then, then we have the new show called The Me and Johnny B Show. That also sounds like something great. <laughs> I know. All right. All right, let's move on. Uh, you know, by the way, at the top of the show, I didn't even tell the uh, the audience, the listeners, uh, what episode, like what movie we're doing. Or who we are. We're Rusty. I'm, <laughs> r- <laughs> I'm Rusty. Uh, I'm hey, Mike. Rusty. <clears throat> oh. And now you tell me about you. Uh, this isn't how we <laughs> yeah, do this. No, you're supposed to introduce <laughs> us, and then I say, hey, how you going? How you doing? And then Brent says they can't hear you, and we make dumb jokes about it. And then I just say... Hello? Aaron's here. Hello? <laughs> Wait, I'm supposed to say they can't hear you? Brent's here. <laughs> oh, they can't hear you. And Shane's here. How's it going? We're doing Lost City of Z, and it's so important that I feel it's so important that we tell the audience what movie that we're reviewing, because what if they can't read? Mm-hmm. You know? No. And they click on the episode, and they're like, well, what are they reviewing? Also, it's important we they- tell them so that they could not listen to ones about bad movies. What do you mean? Like... I'm not going to foreshadow next week's episode or next Thursday's episode. That's such a good <laughs> movie. This is such a good movie. This is such a good movie. This is such an... In- in- anyway. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on. Lost City of Z. It, this was actually screened the day before, I believe, at the Omaha Film Festival. Right before we watched... Yeah, because uh, Dave oh, Made Amazing and oh, Lost yeah, City of Z amazing. were the two I wanted to see at the... Yeah, but I never went to the film festival. Yeah, this you was didn't. A film festival movie. Yeah, I think it's where it had it, its first uh, appearance. Hmm. So anyway, just a fun fact for you: Lost City of Z from 2016, PG-13, two hours, 21 minutes long. A true life drama centering a centering on. Oh British my God! Turn your phone off. I'm trying. <laughs> a true life drama centering on British explorer. Colin Percival Fawcett. Colonel. Colonel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it said COL, and I didn't know what it was. It's, 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 it's Colonel. Colonel. Uh, who disappeared while searching for a mysterious city in the Amazon in the 1920s. Must not have had two-day shipping. <laughs> so, I hate that the description tells people he disappeared. Yeah. That's like... Spoiler alert. Okay, but also Like the Empire Strikes Back alert. description. This is the one where Vader's his father. This is not a Come made on. up story. It's based on a true story. That's yeah, like that a- literally nobody knows about Percy Fawcett. Mm. More people know about Percy Weasley than Percy Fawcett. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably true, but I mean... Nobody knows this well, dude. No, like I didn't know his name, but I had... I didn't know what this movie was about. I didn't read any descriptions or anything like that. I just watched the movie. So I didn't know what the movie was about. But I actually had heard about this story before. I didn't really know anything about it. But, you know, I heard about it. Yeah. 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 Written and directed by James Gray. Also, it stars two heartthrobs. Teenage well, heartthrobs. Okay, hold ten on, years but after. Let's just say he said written and directed, directed but he... Oh, it was a book. Yeah, he, did he a wrote the screenplay, screenplay based off of a book, which was based off of a true story, which starred Charlie Hoonan. Yep, and Robert Pattinson. Yep, and Tom Holland. Uh, Hoonan yep. and Sienna Miller. 
and Edward Ashley. I don't think his name. And is Angus McFadden and Ian McDiarmid. <laughs> oh and yeah, Clive Francis. Emperor Palpatine was in this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Something, something, something. Lost Dark city side <laughs> of the Amazon. Anyway, the film Lost City of Z. Gets a score of... So unprepared. Uh, I was looking up three billboards. (laughs) 87% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Only 57% of the audience enjoyed it, though. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Critics' consensus, the Lost City of Z's stately pace and visual grandeur. Hirkin, back to classic exploration epics and Charlie... Hunan turns <laughs> in a masterful performance as its complex protagonist. Why do we let you read? <laughs> he said Hirkin. He said protagonist. He said Hunan again. Someone at work. Time out. Someone at, we have to title everything we shoot, and it goes into a system so it's available on all computers. Someone titled something building, but it was spelled B I L L. Ding. <laughs> Maybe that was the dude's name that yeah, he interviewed. No, I interviewed building car into building. <laughs> Maybe a car hit him. Yeah, we still don't know this isn't about William Ding <laughs> getting hit by a car. Just saying, man. All right, so I didn't watch this film, but you guys did. Shane picked it. Uh. <laughs> Yes, right? No, you just like ah. Why he already did you, regrets? I it. just it was you know I could have picked a, a, a movie that was better. <laughs> I couldn't have. That's what I get for. I mean, Aaron keeps saying these movies are good, and you keep. I like this good, movie, and then these movies are never good. Like l- one, name one movie that Aaron said was good that was Blade actually Runner. Good. Cold Mountain <laughs> <laughs> for the Wilder people. I liked that one. Uh, Wind River, um, Hell or High Water. Stop. Anyway, mud. This movie I picked. Mud it was a good one because I hadn't seen it, and we should review that. I one. wanted to, and then it, you know, we'll get into it, I suppose. <laughs> well, let's get into it. What are, your, what are your first thoughts about seeing this movie? It had really, really good production value. It just kind of blew. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of pointless. It was. It was. I don't know. It, there were. There was no. I guess there was there was n- no goal in mind. There was nothing it was trying to achieve. He was trying to find the lost city. And I these these movies that are about one person's in, entire life or a great portion of their life tend to all fall in that trap of what do you show, what do you not show, so it bounces all over. You have no sense of time. I don't know. It was it was okay. It it kind of felt to me like like when we were talking about Black Mass, how it should be a good movie. Everything about it is good. The end result is just, eh. Well, I'll start with, it was much better than Black Mass. Eh. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This is the type of movie I like. I mean, about a guy's obsession about the that tells basically the sacrificing his entire family. What Aaron likes. That it. this is the type of movie Aaron likes. It's a good Slow, movie. Boring, dumb, pointless. <laughs> Slow, character-driven, great production value, and great visuals. <coughs> Excuse me. It did have good visuals. And good performances by almost everybody in it. Even Huna and they eh. squeezed There was nothing to the performance. <laughs> there was nothing to the performances. There was nothing to any of it. Like Robert Pattinson. He did okay, but there was nothing to it. There was, did he sparkle? He sparkled a bit. 
It was his eyes. They sparkle. And Charlie, Charlie Hoonan. <laughs> there was nothing. Hoonan. <laughs> he, there was nothing to the role. Do we even know what his actual name is? <laughs> yeah, it's Chadwick Hoonan. Oh boy. There's nothing to his role. He did like the role was. There was it was pointless. It felt like like I keep going back to Black Mass. Uh, uh, Joel Egerton. He did a fine job acting in that movie. There was just it was a weak role. There was nothing there. Skin deep. And that's what all of these characters were. Yeah. I don't know. I they yeah, they it wasn't like an emotionally impactful. It wasn't like watching Hell or High Water or Blade Runner or something in the last few years where it's like blow you away great performances, but it served its purpose for the type of movie it is about I mean, it's, this is like the the old adventure movies that you see, except, yeah, except not it was ridiculous. not fun or adventurous. Oh. So it's like the Goonies without the Goonies? Yeah, it was like the Goonies if they took forever and accomplished nothing. You yeah, think it's tense? Like a, a guy meeting natives no, in this land nobody sleep has ever made? It was like Indiana Jones without Indy. He's more accurate than the Goonies. Or yeah. that little Asian <laughs> kid that... Or, well, that was just the natives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you cheat, you cheat. That's what they kept saying to him. You cheat, Indy? Yeah. You remember? No. God, you probably haven't seen any Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, dude, I saw that one with, with the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that doesn't interest you? Like, the idea of going to a place that... Sure it does. Nobody has literally The idea to. interests me. This the, movie does not. The threat of illnesses and natives <laughs> yes. and... Yes, Small that park. all should be good. And when he... Just like the idea of... Of Whitey Bulger leading the entirety of uh, Boston's crime, <laughs> and that was boring. Th- this idea interests me. It, it definitely does. the The exploration aspect of it. The but he would show up. Who knows how long he'd be there? Because it lasts five minutes. They jump from scene to scene that meant nothing, and then he'd go home. And it's like, can we show some anything? Or uh, there's no reason for it. I so. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I do agree with Shane. There are times, like especially like the first time he goes yeah. there, it's like he's just there, and then they're like, "All right, time to go home." And yep. I'm like, "You guys didn't they found the source of the river." That was the three, whole point. Three minutes later, yeah, we but... don't know how much time has passed. They're all dying, and then they find this river, and then they're home. It's like, no, I I get that with the point they made their destination because their their yes. uh, the original journey was for him to map such stuff out it almost shows no journey throughout the movie there's no there's no trek there's no that's what anything. to be honest i thought that's what the whole movie was but it's going about to be. the man and his obsession not about specifically one journey through the amazon that's my point is these movies that try and show a person's life struggle because there's so yeah. much to a person's life like, i mean let's let's look at uh uh what's that clint eastwood one the american sniper uh, or whatever yeah it covers his that's... whole life and and it struggles to show the man because it's trying to show the life grand torino grand torino <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's trying to show the events of this person's life from a historical perspective while throwing in these hammy crap scenes that are supposed to show the human and it doesn't really do it like we get get, a we get get a corny scene of like oh i'm with my son now and i love him oh another three minute journey where we almost die but we don't then we come home and nothing's accomplished movie's like two and a half hours long those journeys were were much more like half the movie spent in the amazon yeah i don't know i just i i would have been more more willing to watch something that was 
the beginning, and then the whole thing is you, their, you their want journey. Anaconda. Yeah. Well, 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 okay, so <laughs> also on that note, the real Percy Weasley w- said that Weasley. when he was in the Amazon, Colonel Colonel, Colonel Percy Weasley, thank you, yeah. Colin. Uh, Percy. <laughs> he said when he was in the Amazon, he killed a twenty-six foot uh, anaconda, huh? and no one believed him because that's bullcrap, and it huh? never happened. Huh. You don't know that. He also said there were giant spiders. True. Like, Have you ever seen the movie King Kong? Like bigger than plates, he said. I like, believe that. That's true. Yeah. Okay, but it wasn't. Yeah, and he also said one thing that, that was true though is he said there were dogs were... with two noses, and uh, there is a dog yeah. whose two nostrils are separated. So he got one thing right, I suppose. Oh my god. <laughs> also, he never found a city. Spoiler alert. Why? Why didn't they show him fighting an anaconda? <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Why didn't they show anything exciting? The world's biggest spider is up to a foot wide. Oh, and w- some people describe it, quote, the size of a dinner plate. And where is it? Uh, probably the Amazon. It's probably the exact place Colin Percival uh, Weasley, Weasley was exploring. That's not his name, guys. Don't look up that name. <laughs> I don't uh, know. The point is, like, most of what he brought back, people thought he was crazy. But that's what's... He was the only person in the world to have seen or been there. The only white person in the world. True. Other than the natives there. So and yeah, I wanted and they thought more he was of crazy. That. More uh, exploration. More more of the hardships of the journey. Okay. There were no yes. hardships. If this was if this was a big budget HBO TV series and they could actually take their time over ten hour long episodes to explore this, it would have been better. But it's a two and a half hour movie trying to get and I get your point that yeah, that condensed it into like a detailed summary of this guy's life instead of a real deep dive into who the man was. I but guess I, my... I guess <coughs> you get the point of the hardships and the the obsession of his that basically ruined the lives of his family and his children. And, and that's the irony of the whole situation is that he's doing this to make sure that their lives are better while at the same time ruining their lives. Also, those spiders in South America. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've already covered that. Yeah, right where Colin Percival Weasley yeah, was. Just throwing that out there. See, I don't... I, this isn't really anything to do with the movie. It's more of like the man that the movie's about. But say he's doing it to better his family. That's two times of the four times it is. Because the first time, he pretty much had no choice but to go. And then when he went off well, to war, because... he didn't have a choice but to go. The other two times he went because he didn't need to. He just wanted to. Well, yeah, he wanted to finish what he started. That's the obsession, obsessive yeah, but part you have of it. A family, don't be so. Selfish. Also, you know what movie covered obsession way better than this? Zodiac. This this movie obsession was really different. Really, really weak, weak theme in this movie. Yeah, I get it, but his character was just. I didn't. I didn't. Th- this movie was about production value. Uh, it had really uh, yeah. amazing production value. Really amazing details of the time. Um, even the World War One scenes were looked amazing the jungle scenes down to the lighting of every scene you know from a building that's lit by candles to to a, a flame in the forest that's lighting it. it the production value was amazing the movie not so much it, it was just it was just okay i feel like they tried to cover too much and and there was yeah no i connection. guess i don't disagree with that i just think i enjoyed it more than you did because 
of how interesting the man in the story is. I think it kept me interested while you maybe wanted more. I don't know. I would have I would have enjoyed seeing more of, of, of their the long failed journey. That that journey. More of that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Specifically because uh, Mike, you haven't seen it, and 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 the listeners, this isn't a spoiler. They they he he <laughs> goes his first. Well, it's a real story. They spoil it in the description. The first journey is to map uh, this area um, to decide who owns what, basically, and to find the source of the river. Um, so they do that, but while doing so, he finds evidence of this city, and he believes it's there. So he wants to go on another expedition to go there. In order to do that, this this old fat explorer kind of jumps on board, and he's the one that rallies all the money behind it. And it turns out he's just this worthless pile of crap, and he just derails the entire mission. It's a huge failure. Um, that was an interesting journey. That would have been a great journey, but again, cut short. I, there, there was just they should have focused on smaller scale. I think. So is the screenplay the the worst thing about this then? I mean, just the way that they told said story. Well, the screenplay did, like I said, screenplay is based on a book about the true story of this man's life, and they had to condense it down into a two and a half hour movie. And I think that's where the problem is. And and I hate to keep, I I don't want to compare this to Black Mass. They're t- about two different things, but it's it's the same. These are interesting, true historical stories where the story is very very interesting. The human beings and their life. Is very very interesting. The movies just don't; they can't seem to grasp that, and and I don't. It's like Black Mass. I couldn't explain it. I can't explain really why this fails to connect. It just, it just didn't to me. Well, because this is completely emotionally void. It's just well, yeah, an observation of what's happening rather than being completely pulled into the movie. True. <laughs> oh, you guys have just been arguing the whole time, so I was just going back and forth. See. Well, what side do you stand on, Brent? Pick a side. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Brent's on my side. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He didn't watch it either? No, no, I did. But no, like, because both of what you guys are saying is 100% accurate. Like, this, the story is completely interesting. Like, I, the idea of this story, like, is great. And, like, I would like to know more. But the movie, like you're saying, the movie isn't really showing what I want to see about the story. Like, I wanted to see more of the journeys. I That's what was interesting was the journeys. I mean, not to sound mean, but his story of him at home with his wife and kids for like a month before he leaves, that's not interesting. Especially when it's not engaging as it could be or should be. Like, I don't need to spend time on, like, as Aaron described it, an emotionally void side story of his of his family. Who cares? You or make me care more accurately. Well, yeah, and I think what's even more interesting, this guy, and they couldn't show it again because they're restricted with runtime. This guy made what I think eight journeys into the Amazon in yeah. real life. Yeah, and they condensed it down to three s- summarized journeys into the Amazon. But that I mean that shows the absolute obsession. He leaves his family eight times for months and months and months, plus the time he spent in the war. Like this guy. I, I don't you know. I guess maybe they just glorified why he was doing or what type of guy he was. But it sounds like he's kind of a also piece yeah. Of that trash that dad. was a point I did want to bring up. Is is it it like a lot of true story movies or or it it tends to venture into like almost hero worship territory where 
you know, oh, this accomplishment. Instead of just exploring the man and letting us make our decision on what, you know, his life is, we we get this movie that's pushing us towards what a great explorer, and he's a he, he did a. I still just thought he was person. an awful person. <laughs> well, he is. Like, he if is. you're going to do, like, I get it. He was already married, and his wife was pregnant the first time he left, so it's not like. When he had no choice that time, first, and you're not yeah, going to hold him like yeah. that against him. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess if you're, like, an explorer and you're going around all other types of places, but you not don't have any kids or anything like that, that's cool. That's fine. But when you have well, that's three like kids and a wife, you need Pattinson's to stay home. character, the same thing. He went and went and went, and then he, the last time he's like, well, I have a wife and kids yeah, now. I'm staying he, home. He was a better guy. <laughs> um, the one thing I did find interesting was that this guy was uh, really open-minded about uh, – as they say in the movie, the savages, the natives, and he was open-minded well, about how they are capable. However, they wanted you to think that, but then they explore how he's he's not really, and then he's super close-minded about like the role of his wife and how she can't go because she's a woman, and and like it's interesting to see that was interesting. That scene was the most well, interesting. Even to the me. real life character wasn't like this champion of the cause, like they tried to portray him as. Right, they but he was worship. more open-minded about the possibilities of an intelligent, civilized native rather than just. And the he treated them like else. humans well, in yeah. real life. But again, this movie ventured into hero worship territory where it made he was the one like these are these are people. I I will say that probably is one of the best scenes in the movie is when he's in the with all the other people and he's trying to explain to them that hey they yeah. might actually be yeah. smart and they're like oh no and they're all yelling and <laughs> yeah. they, well, they, no, they have no no idea that the way he approaches way. them like when they first or i guess the second time they encounter these natives and he just slowly walks toward them trying to talk to them and you know, instead of just treating them as savages, he gets to know them, and then like the he just kind of accepts the fact that this is a cannibal tribe because they tell him the reasons they're doing. It. I mean, it's things like that show that he was more open-minded than like the fat Arctic explorer that ruined their expedition was just completely oh, that guy was against just the worst. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen just a movie about that journey and how completely derailed it it became. Well, like I said, this this might. Not might have this would have been better served as a high budget like HBO or even if Amazon wanted to fund it because it was an Amazon Studios movie, but it like a ten hour a ten hour long miniseries. Yeah, I I think that would have been significantly better because, like as I said, these true story movies they tend to you they have they're forced to it by time constraints to pick and choose what they want to show. And there's not as much time to establish a connection to the human being that the story's about. And I think that was a big fault in this one. <coughs> cool. 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 <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Mike. Mike's looking up spiders. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you real over there looking up spiders? Yeah, he's like on a top ten list of spiders or something. <laughs> top ten spider movies. Most oh, most dangerous shit, spiders. Like it freaks. Oh. Dude, they, they freak me out. Yeah. Well, so you're looking at pictures of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Well, is this one gonna be honest, in my bedroom? I'll be honest. I wasn't really paying no, attention. No, we know. Where where, where are we? <laughs> I think basically talked about how good the production value is, and then they argued about the story. <laughs> or I, not the story, but like yes, the I concept of the. I I think it's just the what this movie accomplishes. This movie's like it's like it's 
Uh, what was the word? Pro- prodignist? What did you say? Prodignist. Pro- prodignist. It's protagonist <laughs> in that this movie is a journey with zero accomplishment. At the end, we have gotten nothing. Hashtag story of my life. Yup. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, he, he did accomplish a lot. Yeah, he did. He, he murders his son. Ter- yeah. Oh, spoiler. He didn't murder him. He it, Got him killed. He, but he mind raped him into thinking the only way that he could him? find love is by going on a stupid journey with his dad that ends in disaster and they disappeared. Uh, also, in real life, nobody has any idea what happened to these guys. Well, no, that's what I was gonna. <laughs> they, they just I know they made don't, some stuff yeah, up. They, no, they but, have a they have an idea because yeah, of, a, they a, they talk to the natives. A that possible last saw idea, them. a very plausible and probable of idea. What? They they saw these people in their camp and they left and then. Probably the violent tribe that's over there killed them. The natives warned them, don't go any further. You don't have gifts to give these people. They will kill you. And then guess what? Nobody heard from them afterward. That's probably what happened. Yeah, or they Robinson Crusoe did and they're still alive. Yeah. Well, to this day, yeah. A hundred plus years old. What, living uh, in the Amazon. What, I don't... In the At the end of the movie, the... Wife gives the guy the compass that says, "Hey, you yeah, know, that, was, that, that was just know, an artistic. That didn't really no. happen. No. That's nope. what that I'm saying. I awful. Don't know that, that was an awful piece of filmmaking. There, like let's let's make him pretend like he decided to just stay and he <laughs> sent this compass back. Get out of town. Well, I mean, I want to put it past him. He was a horrible person. Well, that's true, <laughs> but that's not what happened. I know, but <coughs> excuse me. And uh, I, it's. As far as acting, I think this uh, review is putting Mike to sleep. <laughs> no, <laughs> try watching the movie. I'm rusty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as acting, probably the best actress, the best character, was the wife. I mean, this wife put up with so much crap from this dude and supported him, raised the kids, and got nothing for it. Well, she even wanted to go with him, but he's yep. like, "Nah, you're he a was, woman. Yeah, you he can't was like, do girls that. can't well, and do she's things." She's the one that found the evidence of a lost city. Yeah, like she's she did all the hard stuff. Well, I mean, I well. guess traveling through the Amazon's <laughs> probably pretty hard. Oh, except but. I wouldn't know because I didn't show it. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, they showed somebody get shot with an arrow. They showed somebody just die. <laughs> because of the disease, like a disease, he just they died. did. We we actually don't know how he died. We just <laughs> saw them throw him off the boat. <laughs> he floated away. We don't have any idea who he was, how he died, anything. They were just like, what, was it just cutscene? And they were like, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Yes. <laughs> it just showed him like, and then he splash, and the guy floats away, and that's it. We I don't know who that was because he was face down in the water. <laughs> Nothing. One of their guides or workers that they got. And then there was a scene where we got, hey, the native ran away, the guide, and he was all, yep. And then they kept going. <laughs> well, he was like, he got us here. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, so, it was just really do weird. Do you know how there to was... make your way back home? And there was nothing. Like, all the river. There was no excitement. The, there was no tension in the in the scenes, the, the very few, I guess, <laughs> I don't want to say action scenes, but exciting scenes where... The natives are shooting at him, or he falls overboard, and the piranhas are eating the guy, which was a silly scene in general. Do pri- I don't know if piranhas actually do that. They don't. Like, <laughs> sure they do. <laughs> no, dude, have they you? They do, but it's not like dip your hand in and pull out a bone. <laughs> like, yeah, it's well, like, not what happened in the movie. either. It's in the water forever. <laughs> I don't know. There's no concept of time I in mean, this movie. 
They might have been. He might. They might have been underwater for five days. For all I know. Okay, I wanna, but they tend to not go after stuff that big. Cause like they like uh, the guy on River Monsters actually cut himself and went into water with a bunch of piranhas. They're like, nah, dude, we're not going over there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's weird. Do you want to try it? Yep. <laughs> Experiment. We're gonna live live film it. Yeah. Aaron's gonna cut himself and walk into piranhas. But first, uh, send us money on our GoFundMe <laughs> to buy piranhas. <laughs> yeah, to buy- a big ass tank. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Is this uh, exactly? Is this what we're gonna have Johnny B's do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh snap! Hey, Johnny, just can you cut your hand real quick? <laughs> and then let's go swimming <laughs> in this murky tank. Anyways, do you have anything else uh, to add? I, I've actually, said I, I have about a couple questions. Movie. Go, go I, ahead. Okay, so you keep you keep talking about the passage of time. I think it's really cheesy, though, like, when movies like, oh, hey, you can tell the time has passed. But, like, here's like, the deal. But they don't have to say, like, like Spongebob 10 hours later. <laughs> but but they sometimes they do. Though. There's a few times where we get to a new scene and it says January 3rd, 190 whatever. Right. And then other times it's just like, he's older looking. He came back <laughs> yeah. and he might have a white whisker in his beard. And like uh, we well, have they tried to show passes of time by explaining how long each of these trips would take, and then he's back home, and then back into the Amazon, and it's like the, you know that time is passing. How do you how do you show that, that it's time been months and years? And by making uh, the journey seem more laborious, it, it was just like they're in the forest. Now they're not. Now they're in it, and, and this guy died and floated away. We don't know who he was or why. Uh, it's just I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't work for me. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you would, would a timestamp or something in the bottom right hand corner? <laughs> no, time just running. No, no, no. Like a, <laughs> some sickly guy in the boat just tearing calendar pages off. <laughs> no, I think I as but I no, said like before. But like the January third, eighteen, whatever. But as I said before, I think if you focus on one journey or a few journeys and make those journeys seem long, instead of the journeys taking maybe. Like the first journey took like fifteen minutes. Like he's he's not wrong, but there's no easy way to do it. Movies that span the time of a lifetime fall into this category. That's my point. Almost all of them. That's why movies that are the same day or the same week or within a year work so much better because you can focus on what's happening and take your time with it. That's my point. Is these movies rarely work. Uh, how how I think that they are intended to work, um, but for a based on a true story about a guy's life, this is a better, more entertaining version of what we got in, like you said, Black Mass. I I, I equate it to Black Mass. It, it's and and American Sniper, and I mean name name a movie about a real person, and, and there it tries to encompass their whole life. It's the same thing. Like, because that was one of our complaints about Black Mass is the passage of time. We don't know. I mean, it, it just, it struggles to work. And I, I think this one is on that same level. I think it's, it, it's equ- equitable. I'm sorry, what? Equi- e- equally equal Equitable? The same. <laughs> it's I, the same. I didn't see Black Mass, so I can't really compare the two. But I get what you're saying. Because any movie where it is about a guy's life it does they all most of them do run into the same problem like the uh, <coughs> i don't remember what it was but that movie we watched about the guy who basically invented the computer um like that was even a oh, shorter period yeah. of time imitation game still, yeah yeah like that was even a shorter period of time but like it 
still had some trouble. Yeah. This when movie, I this actually, movie is similar to Imitation Game, where it's a great production value, great cinematography, looks great. Imitation Game at least had an outstanding acting performance, but I get the complaints. I think I was more drawn to it, and I think it's because I had, before I saw the movie, I had when I saw it was coming out, read about what this guy, and I think I was just invested into the guy's backstory and the details and seeing it play out and things like that. But I caught myself doing the same exact thing I did during Black Mass where I'm watching this movie and I'm more interested in looking the actual story up in my phone than I am watching this movie. Because the story is very interesting. The person that whose life this is based on is extremely interesting. But they cover 20... What twenty five plus years in this movie, and yeah, it, it, they just can't they can't do it. I think the first time they show a time is said like nineteen oh six, and then the last time would have been what like it was nineteen twenties early or mid twenties, I believe. Might might even been a little later than that because that's when his son was like, "Oh hey, I want to go with you," but then they had to well, wait a his son years was to make a- the money baby right at the beginning and at the very end he was ah that's how they showed passage of time yeah that was one way they tried is is the aging of of the kids he was probably i would say they probably it's like like and he'd show up and she'd be like had another one here's your daughter and he was he wasn't like well i've been gone for two years whose is it (laughs) instead he's like okay that's mine had to have been somebody else's kid you don't know that well the I don't Maybe. know, like, Maybe. they didn't really explain too much when the little girl, like, I don't That was the that. one that threw me off. Yeah. Yeah. He shows up and she's like, here's your daughter. Yeah, because... I this, was like, what? The second... <laughs> when did that happen? The second son made sense because, like, right before he left, what was it, the yeah, second she was time pregnant. Order, she's like, oh, I'm pregnant yeah. again. And then, like, he came, so nine months for that, and then he came back a year later, yeah. so it was about the right age. But, yeah, they really didn't explain the girl, the little girl. She just cropped up. That one threw me off. I was like, because I had the same thought. Like, he's just he's just cool with this. What is going on right now? Well, I guess like Aaron said though, he actually went back like eight times, and they like I like I said I had heard the story about this guy going to the Amazon a few times. I didn't know it was eight times. The movie only shows three times, so I mean, if unless you know that, you don't know. So I'm assuming that little girl came in between, maybe like four and five or something like that well and we get the the world war one scene that was i that looked fantastic i think that was a a great scene at the same time it wasted 20 minutes where we learned nothing we learned that it was i love that scene the that (laughs) happened with the the fortune teller or whatever and the way they portrayed it where it's like he's in this Dug yeah. out trench we with get this fortune told teller. things about a f- by a fortune teller, but like the fact that like they show him and this fortune teller, and it all kind of squeezes onto this small frame, and they show the force in the back. It was that was great. Yeah. It the, looked amazing. The it forge, was dumb. The and fortune pointless. teller basically just told him like, "Oh, I see you that you're in a forest. Yeah, it's your destiny." And he's like, "Oh crap, the yeah. Amazon." She goes, "She goes, you're the explorer, right?" He's like, yep, I used to be. Oh, I see you in a forest. Yeah, because you know who I am. I've been there 47 times before. Get out of town. This scene is dumb. It added nothing. It looked amazing. I will not. Every single part of this movie looked fantastic. There was a lot that was pointless. Is it a real city? Yeah. 
Well, now, that, well, they found later on after this guy disappeared. Actually, well, in the early 2000s, they just here's found it. the interesting part. After this guy disappeared, the, uh, what was it, Royal Ex- Royal Geographical yeah, Society RGS, or something. Yeah. They sent, like, hundreds yep. of people to try to find him, and they all just kept dying. And they just kept sending people and sending people and sending people, and nobody came back. So it's probably just like this big colony that uh, he set up <laughs> mm-hmm. of uh, missing explorers. He's like, hey, want to stay? And they're like, okay. Mm, yeah, let me send back this compass, though. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, my God. But no, so, like wait, the interesting. On. Okay, and then it, like <laughs> earlier, way after all of this happened, there was a city was early that was 2000s. found that they believe was what he was searching for because it was near to where his yeah, exploration part, part of the city was was pretty much right where he assumed or theorized that it would be Interesting. so they're, they're guessing that that is what he was speculating was out there and where he was in bolivia yes okay yep <laughs> i'm gonna, gonna look that up now yep, <laughs> well, and like i said all of this is <sighs> the true life story is very yeah. interesting if you want to read about it i would suggest read about it rather than watch this movie because uh, it i'm a, i haven't read the book obviously but i'm assuming the book probably is a lot more detail about journeys about the journeys and stuff i would like that. i i don't know i would hope so but who who knows i don't know i like i said it, it i just think there's a lot of great things about this movie the acting doesn't take away from the movie but they don't get it do a whole lot so it, it, i can't oh, yeah, say that it was really exceptional yeah like, no I mean, no the the they actors do what they had yeah to do. the That's actors i think all it. did fine i think uh i think uh or Pattinson did fine. Everybody did fine. They just didn't have much. Well, to and do. I I put this in my top five movies of 2017. <coughs> first of all, because to me it was an extremely weak year, and the visuals and the stories and I it just interests me. So I can I just say that I think the breakout performer was his mustache. <laughs> he did have a good mus- mustache. Dude, the real guy had a pretty sick mustache too. Yeah, that guy's mustache, man. Woo! Well, it's the tiniest picture <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I think it got smaller when you clicked <laughs> on it. <laughs> Does anybody else have any thoughts no, on, I think on it's any time other to rate thoughts? It. Yeah, no, let's rate it. Mike, what do you think about the movie? Man, oh man. <laughs> this movie's so good, I'm going to give it a pass. Aaron? Oh. oh. Nice. Uh, uh, like I said, it's in my top five of 2017, mostly because all of what I saw was garbage. Uh, but I still would only give it like what, maybe six point seven five, six seven five. Yeah, and it, I mean, it is to me the story itself is fascinating. The man and what he did. It, just read about it before you watch the movie. I think that just might help. Read about it and don't watch the movie <laughs> is what he meant. I, everything visually. This movie is... Be, uh, be honest. Do you think great. the average movie watcher will enjoy any part of this movie? I, no. I don't no. think so, no. Not in the least bit. Unless you're like... A movie buff. Well, not... Right. wants to see every movie regardless. Or, or even a movie buff. Though, right. there's, I would say most people... Like, uh, what did they... Rotten Tomatoes give it 57? No, no. They give it decent... No, I the, mean like the... The not users. The, the yeah, users. 57. 57. Yeah. I think that sounds a little high, to be honest. Like, I feel like more well, than half still of the 6. people 6. who... it's still 6.6 out of 10 was the average score. Yeah. I, I just... I guess uh, the people I know, if I were to get them all together and watch this movie, I would say more than half of them would be like, dude, why'd you make me watch yeah. that movie? I, I think this is more about the, the, Interesting. the appreciation of production. Because this is a movie... You don't see this type of movie anymore. I mean, this is a... 
down to the detail period piece filmed on site. Uh, yes, the, I mean they didn't do the like green screen sets in the Amazon. I've been talking about how this movie does not work for me, but the production throughout the two and a half hours consistently wowed me. The the things that they did and, and were able to film and and like it. The lighting is fantastic if you watch it. Everything's natural. The problem um, is is that it's it doesn't like I said it doesn't draw you in emotionally. No, like with not, Blade Runner, no. you have that production value that is insane for every frame of it and a story you can get behind. And I think Blade Runner's themes were... The themes here were, I don't think, drawn out very well. I I get the theme of obsession, but it didn't... I don't think it explored it in a way that interested me. I I, I just... There was no connection to this movie other than the production value, which which alone was worth me watching it. Um, Anyways, what do you rate Since I'm talking, I'll rate it... I'll give it a... I'll give it an even six. I, I mean... That's it looked. Than I thought you were going to give it. It looks amazing. I can't understate enough how. I don't know who the cinematographer is, but he did. There were some scenes that were just fantastic. The lighting again. I know most people don't care about the lighting. Most times I don't, but I had to find something to watch while I was watching. <laughs> well, this. here's a question: Had they? Because Charlie Hunan was like <clears throat> their fifth choice for this. Had they had an actor more capable of no. carrying this, would it have made it no. better? Because I, I think he, I think he did a fine job. I think he did fantastic with what he was given. It just wasn't a very great role. I think, I don't know that anybody could have gotten more out of the role than he did. I mean, I'm not a big Charlie Hunan fan, but well, who is <sighs> Heather? <laughs> oh, he wasn't people because of the uh, Sons of yeah, Anarchy. Okay, yeah. yep. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like this movie, I think Shane kind of said something like this earlier, like this movie with just the production, the idea of the movie, if everything with the movie, it should have been a great movie, but just, there was that thing that, like he said, you can't really explain yep. that made it that it wasn't This cinematographer great. sucks, by the really? way. Really? <laughs> what has he done? Uh, well, Alien Resurrection Oh, that's one. a good one. Seven. Oh, the movie Seven. <laughs> Panic Room, uh, just Lady Gaga. Deli Cat Essence. Yeah, but how did they look? How did the I'm sure look? they all looked great. But <laughs> Deli Cat Essence. Anyways, mm. go ahead, Brent. Uh, and I don't know, so whatever. But the the story is very interesting. So for just for that reason, I have to give it, I don't know. I'm going to say five and a half plate spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're called bird eaters or something. I don't Goliath know. bird eaters. Yeah, Mike probably still has it up if you want to read about it. Yeah, I'd like Six to read up on point, it. Oh, I didn't. I exited out actually. Six point oh nine is the cumulative average final score. Don't watch it. No, I to to average viewers, I say no, no. I'll only watch it if you are wanting to watch, like. Almost a throwback epic where it's detail oriented. It's a period piece that pays attention to that time period, and I mean, there's, it's just not very engaging. I mean, obviously, there's some sort of target for it if it got 57 percent for users, but yeah, like I said, I well, would go the and target say, probably is the film festival people that like true. kind of uh, you know what I mean. But like, that. I, oh, we'll we'll get into this more. Uh, next Thursday, but Dave made a maze. Amazing art and production value. Yep. 
I hated every second <laughs> of it. Oh my god! And this is the that audience. That, that audience is who this is movie. for. Those like those people that can appreciate these movies that that just that appreciate filmmaking for yeah, filmmaking. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this or Twenty One Jump Street. Twenty One Jump Street oh, no. any day of the week. Never. Absolutely. I would probably actually say Twenty One. I'd watch Twenty One Jump Street two times in a row before I watch this. <laughs> Aaron's not no. on the same boat. This or Sicario? Sicario. Sicario. I haven't seen I that one, so I just underrated say that. Sicario. This or American Werewolf in London? This. Uh, this. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, so. This or Clue? This. This. Clue. It, it depends on it, what it, if I was in a Clue mood, because Clue is a great movie. It's a fun movie, but. This or Drive? Drive. Drive. Every time. This. Or American Gladiators. 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 I did watch Gladiators the other day. It's, it's not good, <laughs> oh, by yeah, the way. It's not that's good because so it's great. <laughs> True. Uh, so, yes, that's the episode of Lost City of Z. Check us out this Thursday for a, a review of a very unknown movie. Like, you can't find it on a whole lot of places aside from on Hulu. Hulu. I believe. Hulu. Yeah, it's on yeah. Hulu now. Yeah. But uh, didn't have a, a large um, release. It was like what? It was an indie movie film festival. Yeah. They did the film festival circuit, and I think it, it was took them like yeah. a year and a half to send Mike their DVD copy because yeah. they needed to get the I funding thought, together or something. Uh, uh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, he's the only one who bought a DVD copy. So yeah, they had to make no one yeah. specifically for Mike. Exactly. But uh, check it, check us out this Thursday for Dave Made Amazing. In the meantime, check us out on Facebook and on our website, nothingbutrealreviews dot com. Uh, that also, I, I'd like to add, I. We were slack and bad on our website. We, we, yeah. you know how we like went away for a while and came back. Apparently, we went away like at some point last year in March. Yeah, because <laughs> our our website still said like upcoming movies in March. <laughs> I told you, dude. Like I saw that. No, so I just want to say I'm on top of it. Our website is running now with upcoming episodes and releases for the month. That is updated, not from March of last year. I was doing like yeah. nine things, and I was like, dude, no, I'm no, just I don't not. mind doing it. I just completely spaced even. I didn't even yeah. think about that when we started That's up so again. Funny. Like, oh, maybe I should update that so people don't think, you know, we're reviewing whatever the hell we reviewed in March right. again. That's so funny. So it is updated. Go to the website. You'll see uh, information on what movies are coming to theaters this month, uh, what movies are coming to DVD, what episodes we will be reviewing coming up in in the you know following weeks and days. Uh, so go to the website. It's actually useful now. Awesome. And yeah, someone on the show. Tell your friends. Hey guys. Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir! You're a sir, I said good day! Yeah, see ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.